The Inspire Sports League proudly presents NSL Radio. All right, NSL Commissioner Lee Thompson back for episode number two of NSL Radio with Jeff, the producer, and of course, my lovely bride, the First Lady, Jennifer Thompson. And tonight, folks, we've got the man you've been wanting to talk to. He is right here with us. They call him the X-Man. Gus, yeah, that X-Frame that everybody dreams of genetically, except for Tony worked for his. <laughs> Tony x-man freeman welcome thank you my friend thank you very much that was awesome you know tony you and i share a lot of commonalities uh one doesn't happen to be an x-frame which i wish we did uh but both of us were born in in 1966 and i I gotta throw out some some facts about tony just for our listeners because those of you who have been hiding under a rock for the like the last 26 years uh don't know these things about tony you should uh, first of all, Tony has probably one of the most beautiful physiques, <laughs> symmetrical and balanced that our, our sport has seen. Yeah. L- listen to this number, Jeff. Six foot two, 31 inch waist. Six foot two, 31 inch waist. Now, in the sport of fit, you know, the fit sport, that has been uncommon. But, Tony, you were able to always, when I judge you, always bring in that beautiful small waist to those big big shoulders but you know tony also had over 10 top five finishes in his 20 is it what 26 year career tony it's getting there uh you know pro <laughs> is pro is 14 15 and then you know another 12 in the amateurs something like that and you so. kicked some ass in the amateurs but in the pro league jeff this this man stood amongst the best in the world and had i believe it was five pro wins and again another five got seven you gotta you got i got seven, seven. you gotta give me the mother two <laughs> I, you know don't want to cheat you out of those see that's no. where, that's where the transparency comes in that yeah. the commission got caught <laughs> no it's all good it's all good it, it was it was, it was a repeat titles to a couple of places so that's where people get confused so yeah, i won the seven. tampa uh, i won uh the iron i won um i'm sorry i won Sacramento twice and Europa three times. That I say, Sacramento and the Ironman are the ones that miss. You're right, seven wins right there, and yeah. we have it by the X Man. Well, Tony, welcome to the NSL. Welcome to NSL Radio. Um, you know, we just all of us, including yourself, Jeff, Jen, just returned from Denver. We're already on YouTube. We've got a, a great video of uh, of Tony the X Man. You know, Tony, when you walked in the in into that uh, that venue in Denver, people were just in awe. Um, I, I think people have seen you before. You have seen you, obviously, pictures. Uh, but when they see you in person, you, you're not what they expect. You I, are just the kindest guy in the world. I get that a lot. I mean, you know, I'm just still the same dude my mother raised. You know, I, I don't really know how to be anything but myself. You know, I tell people all the time, I didn't let the, the game change me, but I will change the game. And that's what I just kind of stick to. You know, uh, Tony, I, I, I've been watching you over the years. This is Jeff. And um, I, I, I mean, to me, I, I like the way that you looked at the, um, at the 2013 uh, Arnold Brazil. I thought that was one of your best yep. showings. Um, what, do you, yep. what do you feel like in your, in your career was your best showing out there on the, uh, on the pro stage? Um, man, you know, I've had some good weekends to where, you know, I, it didn't really make it to the stage. But um, a combination of, of 08 Olympia... Uh, I I like the way I looked at the 2009 Arnold Classic, especially at night. In the morning, I was a little flat. 2010 Arnold Classic, uh, morning and night, I thought I looked pretty good. I, I think I got really overlooked in 2010. But, um, you know, 2009 Olympia, I, I was probably my biggest 
and hardest. I injured my knee at the uh, right before the meet and greet on Thursday night. So that dulled my, my conditioning just a little bit. But I was like 292, 293, and that's the biggest I've ever been on stage. How did you uh, injure your knee? I bumped it into a coffee table and burst a burst of Ugh. It was so retarded. This is the funniest thing about bodybuilding is that I never hear about injuries when it comes to you guys that are huge and well-balanced when it comes to lifting weights. It's always something strange. Coming out of a car, I walked up a flight of stairs, yeah. and now, of course, you're bumping your knee in a coffee table. <laughs> it was, it was uh, we were getting ready to leave, and somebody forgot something in the house. I should have let someone else go get it, but I didn't. I jumped up and ran and got it and bumped my knee on the way out, and I didn't think nothing of it because it was just a barely a tap. And then I got in the car and I felt my knee was itching. I started scratching it. Then all of a sudden it just blew up. I mean, it was like wow, like three times the size. It was ridiculous. I couldn't, I couldn't even believe it. So they gave me some ibuprofen, which I never take ibuprofen, and it just, it, it just ruined it. It messed me up for the rest of the weekend. But I still look good. But um, that was a that was a year Jay came in at one probably his all time best. So we didn't have a chance anyway. So, so what was your most debilitating injury? Because you know, I I know that you were out for a while with the you know um, the the worst thing that I can remember is your is your pec tear. Yeah. But um, you seem to bounce back from that pretty quick. I mean, you know, relatively quick. I mean, yeah, you know, it was like a ten year thing. But but you but you actually came back and you looked great. Like you were still getting rewarded on stage. Yeah. Were Were there any other injuries that like you had? That kept you out for a period of time where you just couldn't get on that stage? Um, yeah, the pet kept me out, of course, but it was only because I didn't get it repaired. So I got it repaired in 2000, started competing again in 2001, and I was pro by 2002. So it was just rehab and just you know training after that. But in 2009, uh, about three weeks out before the Olympia, I fell down the stairs, just a couple of stairs at the bottom, you know, the kind that go to an L a little bit. And anyway, I fell down, and, and the floor was marble. And, of course, my shoulder-to-waist ratio, my shoulders hit the ground first and then my hip. But it was like a, you know, a few inches, you know, separation. And so my hip was hurting for like two or three days, and then it stopped hurting. So I didn't really, I didn't think nothing of it. I went on and did the show. But over the years, my range of motion started getting less and less and less to where I couldn't, I couldn't even do a body weight squat. <clears throat> wow. And then in, in 2013, I got my diagnosed. They said that my hips were tilted, cocked, and like three different things wrong with them. And uh, so I've been just really uh, working on getting my hips together since then, actually. And uh, finally, I, I, after I don't know how many years it's been now, almost four years, five years, they're finally starting to starting to feel really good. Oh, yeah, Tony, um, you know, that that's a really awesome point because, you know, I think a lot of people in this sport, especially um, – you know, you kind of get to a point where you're working out, working out, maybe you get injured, you want to give up, um, or you, you don't really know how to actually go through the process of rehabilitating yourself. Um, and you have always been on the side of, you know, being very educated in, you know, the sport and knowing your body. So, um, can you tell us a little bit or give us some advice maybe for those people who don't necessarily know how to rehab themselves. like what are your tips for for doing that and really taking care of your body you have to listen to your body and there's two things that i that i don't do and that allows me to hear what my body is telling me i don't take uh pre-workouts i don't have nothing against them but when i train i want to be able to train on my own energy so when i'm when it's done i know it's done and i can quit uh usually pre-workouts make me go way longer than 
than I normally would. So, you know, over time, that's going to be counterproductive. And then the, the, the second thing is um, pain medicine. <clears throat> um, I like to be aware of my pain and where it's coming from. That way we can address the cause and then, you know, use nutrition and, and uh, maybe chiropractic therapy, whatever therapy you need to use to get it fixed. So I always think about 5, 10, 15 years down the road and uh, rehabbing my hip, you know, walking up and down stairs. All I kept thinking is I can't let this be like this 10 years from now. I got to I got to keep going until I figure it out. So nutritionally, I do, you know, bone broth and collagen and, you know, extra amino acids. And then for therapy, I do stretching massage uh, there's this new machine i'm using called the pemf machine i want to turn lead on that to that uh, for his back but um it's helping tremendously and just other things like that uh to keep you healthy and um you know moving forward i want to continue to bodybuild for years and years and years so yeah you, and Tony, you know one one of the things that has always impressed me and and one of the also greatest reasons i'm glad that you know, you came over to the nsl is you know our, we have a mantra live healthy, compete healthy. And I believe that, you know, Tony Freeman at whatever age, whether it be 26 or, or 50 or going on 60, uh, you really have the ability to be an ambassador to the, the younger athletes of this sport. You know, I, I watched for, for years amateurs, especially in that, that bodybuilding thing where I said, you know, now we're all about classic physique, but they did so much to their body by the time they were able to either turn pro or at least get to that national level where they were breaking in that top five, they'd already burned out the receptors and, and yeah. done so much damage to their body. If, if Tony Freeman is, is, is sitting in front of a, a group of, you know, teenagers who are looking to be, you know, pro classic physique competitors in any, in, in, in any federation, what is the, the single most piece of advice that you can tell them when their trainer, or, or as I would say, their chemist slash trainer says, right. you need to do this? How do they walk away from that, 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 that peer pressure moment? Well, I think if, you, if, if younger kids, and I'll say younger, because I've been talking to guys from you know, 12, 14, 15, 16, scaring the crap out of me, asking me about hormones, and I'm just like, if, if a person knows how the hormones in your body work, number one, until you're 25, there's no amount of exogenous hormone that you can take that will do what your body is already capable of doing without hurting yourself. It's, you can't match it. It's, you know what I'm saying? So I try to educate kids on that at first. So I'm like, you know, I can't say that I'm against doing anything to make your body better. So what I will say is do, do everything with the with the, um you know there's a price for everything you know what i'm saying so if you if you think you're going to be mr olympia or whatever a pro bodybuilder in a short amount of time you're selling yourself short because this is a quality it's supposed to be about quality physique and that just takes time the faster you go the less ability you have to control the outcome and people just i think they have the wrong uh vision of what's possible because there's so many um you know, tools of the trade that are easily accessible, but it doesn't mean that you need to take everything under the sun. So I think if you educate yourself about what your body is capable of doing on its own, then you will understand when and when not to use supplementation or whatever. And I kind of just kind of teach people that and show them, you know, from just experience. I mean, you can't 
you can't come up with a scenario that I haven't fa been faced in the last 25 years, you know. You know, uh, you know, you talk about your your like experience and how you apply that to, you know, being very methodical in your approach when it comes to the health stuff. You know, you know, you talked about the collagen and the bone broth and the uh, PEMF machine, but you also take a very methodical approach to how you train, especially recently. I watched a couple of videos and I noticed that you stress uh, very highly the muscle contraction. You do a lot of uni unilateral movements. Yep. How long have you been applying that type of training where you don't have to go super heavy, but you're just lifting heavy enough to stimulate the muscle? How do you stay big doing that? Well, in 2009, when I when I fell and hurt my hip, that's when I started, you know, really it showed up in 2010. And I was literally at the brink of retiring in 2010 because I just physically um, didn't have the range of motion that I needed. I couldn't do the leg stuff. You know, even though my legs really didn't start shrinking until like 12 or 13, you know, they were really retarded back in, you know, 8, 9, and 10. So um, I started doing a lot of unilateral stuff because it was allowing me to um, increase my uh, my muscle connection. And that in, that in itself uh, allowed me to get away with using less weight. Um, and, all, that all, and I also learned that really stimulus is not... Um, predicated on how much weight you lift you know what i'm saying it's right it's your connection to the muscle and unilateral training i and you know it's funny that you just mentioned that uh a friend of mine we were working with the um with the hydraulic training let me see it's hydraulic training machine basically it's hydraulic resistance right anyway he designed the machine to be unilateral and the studies just came out not too long ago about how unilateral training they're using it in brain um rehab so they'll take people to the gym who have brain injuries and have them train unilaterally because what it does is, is it um, strengthens the pathway between the left and right brain. Uh, so I've been doing that for almost six years now and the studies are just coming out. So I feel pretty, pretty cool. That's pretty cool, actually, to me. And you and you haven't gone super heavy like like lately with, with, with the bench press or squatting or anything like that? Um, I've been up to four plates, five plates. Um you know, in the last couple of years, every, you know, during the, during the hip rehab, just to see if I can do it. Um, and you know, it was, it was okay. I didn't, I couldn't really stick to it because, uh, when you start getting that heavy, the injury really starts showing this ugly head. So, right. um, you know, I can still do, uh, some decent weight, but, um, you know, I, I haven't really needed to, and I'm not really trying to get huge again. So, uh, especially now that I'm in the NSL, I can really just refine, and uh, bring something that's probably uh, even more athletic looking than before because you got to realize I was still trying to compete with the mass monthly. So, you know, I took some time to, um, you know, try to put on some size before. So now I can just, you know, basically build a refined physique and whatever I weigh is what I weigh. Yeah, and you know, we're really happy to have you with the NSL. And after we take this break, we're going to delve a little deeper into your thoughts about the show this weekend and about your plans to compete. This is NSL Radio. I'm Jeff, the producer. It's Lee Thompson, Jen Thompson, and our special guest, Tony the X-Man Freeman. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a second. This is the NSL, the Inspire Sports League. The NSL was founded on the principles of equality, opportunity, and transparency. The NSL provides its athletes, sponsors, and fans with the opportunity to build a community that supports growth and development in health and fitness but it's not just about being healthy and fit it's a new way of living lee thompson co-founder of the nsl has created an environment of inclusivity and equality for all athletes and fans sponsors and vendors and everyone interested in healthy living from free health and fitness seminars to competing on stage 
to educating the public on what it means to be transparent in the all-new Fitzbo, the NSL brings passion, fun, and real meaning back to the world of physique competitions. Find out more about the Inspire Sports League now by visiting inspiresl.com. Welcome to the future of physique competitions. We are the NSL. It's how we live. Find us at inspiresl.com. All right, back from the break with the X-Man, Tony Freeman. Tony, you know, we were just in Denver, uh, as all of us know, for NSL 2. And I got to say, guys, I just love saying like NSL 2, NSL 3, NSL 4. It, it is really cool when when you change the game in, in such such big ways. Tony, this was your first time at an NSL show. A lot of people's first times at an NSL show. What was your initial thought, just right off the, the, the top of your head, when you walked in and you saw the, the venue? Um, you know, I have to be a critique because that's what I do. You know, and, you know, sometimes, and I, and I usually hold my critique all the way to the end. This is well after the show, so I can give you my, my real critique, okay? First of all, I'm an I'm a ambiance type of dude anyway in anything that I'm doing. <laughs> so I always like to set up the ambiance to kind of, you know, control the, the atmosphere and the situation. And, you know, I came in before the show even started and there was no one in there. There was no nothing going on. And the ambiance drew me in and I was just like, wow, I had to take my camera out and take pictures of it. And that's just not what you normally do when you, when you go to an amateur show. So I was very impressed with, this, with the stage, the lighting, the height of the stage. So it gave us the proper vantage point, the spacing between uh, the numbers so people wouldn't be bumping all into each other. I like the catwalk because that brought the, the contestants, you know, up a little closer and, and singled out the two people so you can really compare. The fact that you judge two people at a time throughout the, the entire process is just real. You can just really tell who's better than the next person when it's just two people standing there. Um, and, you know, overall, it was just good. The sound was good. Um, the seating arrangement was good. We had a good crowd. Um, athletes were awesome. You know, I noticed a lot of people were more prepared than others, uh, tan-wise and all that. But the lighting was so good, no one looked bad. So I was really impressed with that. And, um, you know, the way that the show run, ran in a timely manner and wasn't drawn out, I, I, give it a, I give it definitely two thumbs up. And I would have to give it an A. I mean... I could give it an A-plus, but yes. I'll, I'll save it for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony, we'll take an A any day. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, um, you know, I sat out there in the crowd with you for a little bit, and, you know, we we're watching the athletes come on stage, and, you know, I felt like at times we, you know, both got chills seeing some of these athletes come out there and with the music and the lighting, it was just, it was so awesome. And, you know, you were taking pictures of the athletes and, I felt like, you know, you really had a moment there. And so it was just really cool to be able to sit there with you and kind of experience that because obviously this is new to, to all of us. Um, but, you know, you mentioned the fact that the show didn't, it wasn't all long and drawn out and, and all that stuff. You know, typically at a show, you know, we're kind of all used to getting there at the butt crack of dawn and being there until, you know, well past 11 p.m., maybe even 1 a.m. Some shows just go ridiculously long. But, you know, we brought out um, our our new set for the show. And so um, 
we had, we shortened it immensely where our athletes didn't have to, you know, get on stage until 1 p.m. and they were done by 8 p.m. So I just kind of wanted to get your take on that and, you know, what you actually thought about the new way that, that we're coming out with, with how we're running the show. I, I loved it. You know, I sat there and I took pictures and video and I was chatting back and forth with my son because, you know, I'm going to bring him over to the NSL soon. You know, my whole, I wanted my kids to do whatever they wanted to do. And, you know, I thought my son was going to be, you know, Olympic track guy or, or, you know, or a football player because of his athletic ability. But one day he told me, he said, I want to follow in your footsteps. So this was like two years ago <clears throat> and he hasn't gotten on stage yet. And I can't say that I was in a hurry to let him compete, you know, where I was before, just because I, you know, I know everything about the situation and, um, you know, I have, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of his, and I want him to have a, a, a fair opportunity. And uh, so I was telling him he needs to be where I am right now and to see this show. And, to, and I want his experience, his first experience, to be like my first experience was this past Saturday. It was just run clean. Like I say, it, it, you, can, you can tell that it was either rehearsed or scheduled. You know what I'm saying? Where most of the things, you can see that they're winging it. You know what I mean? And um, I just like the professionalism. Like I say, the ambiance was great. And, um, you know, the athletes were awesome. And everybody was really into it. And it was just really a cool experience. You know, Tony, you mentioned, uh, you know, you pointed out the the uh, catwalk and how you judge two people at a time. You know, you, you you pointed out the lighting and then like everything else, you know, looked it looked well planned. This is the first time that I went to an NSL show. I thought it was awesome. But um, one of the things that I really liked was the live judging. What are your thoughts about that? I love the live judging. Um, you know, I didn't know what it was going to look like. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was very impressive. It, 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 it was when the first couple of, you know, some of the classes just had two people. So it was either first or second. But there was, you know, the ones where I had three and four, you had to see how the judges really broke it down and, and divided up each score. I thought that was really cool. And, you know, you can't really hide when it's right there in your face. I really got to say, too, I really love that the backstage, the camera that was shooting from the back of the stage towards the audience. Right. That really, that's a, that's an element that's whew, so needed in this sport. <laughs> so, well, you know, you, you know, Tony, that you, you're right on. And you and I had this discussion is, you know, uh, some of the naysayers, you know, would, would, have said that you know the way that when we get into the overalls we move the judges into a a new format that people have never seen and and that's two judges on each side and then the head judge up front so that, like that the athletes too. have to be seen in a 360 degree angle uh and and with these cameras these are you know cameras are 360 so Everything is being seen, and you know, as you and I sort of, you know, we're, we're, we're laughing about is man, would 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 some of the guys where we came from hate that camera when they got in that rear double bicep because <laughs> man, there goes the the stomachs. There is no place to hide in the NSL. It's you know, yeah. the, it, it is all seen, and it, it what you know, obviously the with the judges in that horseshoe formation. I really like that was something yeah. that I've said, you know, we should do for, for, for a very, very long time, but you really took note of that. And, you know, as, as a competitor, the, is there any place to go, Tony? <laughs> I mean, like I told you, I like, I believe in, I want to leave the building knowing that they picked the best person that day. And, and, and every show should be, you know, I mean, there are people who are pretty dominant. Don't get me wrong, but every show there should be someone have a chance to knock that guy off. If he, if he can't bring it to the stage that evening, 
And um, I, one thing I will say, <clears throat> um, I was very, very impressed with the judging. I, I won't even say names or nothing like that. It was a category. I won't even say the category. But one guy was more physically developed further along than the other guy. The other guy looked really good, too. And the <clears throat> the guy who everybody probably thought was going to win got second. So the judge came over to me and told me, he said, that guy is a superstar. But he, he marked him down for some uh, side injections on his shoulders. And I was very impressed with that because somebody another show, they would have just gave it to him. And he would have never learned to not let that happen again. So now as an athlete, and I hope he wouldn't told him, that's how you actually police the situation. When an athlete sees someone that he is better than and he loses and he loses for a reason that is a real reason, guess what? He cleans up his own act. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't want that to happen again. And I think that that should be, you know, we definitely need to keep that in the forefront because all you're going to do is make this, the product better and better and better. If they had started knocking off a distended stomach when they first showed up, they wouldn't exist right now. So... Yeah, Tony, I was backstage whenever um, Greg Corriere, our head judge, brought that athlete, you know, walked him off stage and, you know, he was there immediately to talk to him and tell him why he didn't get that first place win. And, you know, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, that's one thing that we, you know, hold very strongly and believe very highly in is the fact that, you know, we want our athletes to, like Lee said, um, compete healthy and live healthy and the only way that we can allow them to do that is to be honest with them to be upfront with them and actually educate them and teach them you know what this sport is really about and how to honestly help them to be their personal best so um yeah that was that was a really awesome moment and you know he even it said was. after the fact yeah and and he even said after the fact he was like thank you so much for telling me that he said I never knew why I kept losing and you know because he did his physique was outstanding but the boy was awesome <laughs> yes he was so awesome the boy was awesome I so. mean like jaw dropping <laughs> Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you have to you have to teach them and educate them in the proper way. So I think you know that was such a good move, and you know we definitely will continue that because you know these these athletes deserve to know the truth and they deserve to be educated, and and that's what we're here for. So, um, but I wanted to ask you too because uh, we did you know, have you do a video and interview and we saw that it's posted on our Facebook page and, and all that good stuff just to kind of get your overall view of the stage. And, you know, in that video, you mentioned a couple times that you, you had the chills and that you thought you might even want to be back on stage again from, you know, being at the show and experiencing everything that it was. So, um, you know, are, are you still feeling like that or was it kind of just a moment or? No, no, you have to understand I have to, okay. First of all, I've, I've been re I've been rehabbing my leg for the last I don't know since January, right? If my leg had not been injured, I probably would have stayed in IBB because th that's the mentality that we have. You know what I'm saying? We're competitors. So the only thing, the only I had time to sit back and reflect. You know what I'm saying? What was being offered to me? What was in front of me? You know where I could where where it possibly could go? What were my options blah 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 <clears throat> so i have to be thankful for an injury again just like my pec injury you know i was on a i was living like a wild child back in when i was 27 28 
bodybuilding and partying, you know, burning the candle at both ends. So I tore my pec and it made me sit down and wake up and see that I was not not invincible. So I, I'm listening to what's going on, you know, Saturday and I'm getting goosebumps. And like I told you, being on that stage <clears throat> with the proper lighting, you know, like I said, I'm a, I'm like a I'm a I'm a kid when kid when it comes to this stuff. I'm a big huge fan. So when when I saw the lighting, I hear the sound and how the you know that type of stuff is. I'm a performer, and that's what how you want it to be when you get out there and do your thing. So this whole time I've been prepping my leg. I mean rehabbing my leg. So I'm getting some really good results with this new PEMF machine, and um, I'm ready to get in the gym and and get this body back together and get on stage for sure. You know the the guy who won. The, the big guy who won, very impressive yeah. physique. You know, I mean, he's a worthy opponent for sure. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it, definitely. Yeah, I could definitely see you on stage next to him for sure. That would be awesome. I'm looking forward to being able to use my props and my costumes and you know oh, come yeah. out there and just do my thing. You know what I'm saying? So you know, yeah, I'm gonna end up. I'm gonna, I want to sing the national anthem here eventually. So <laughs> I'm just ready to do it all. <laughs> It'll be the Tony all. Freeman show. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> I won't shy away from that. So yeah, you know you you actually did mention that. Um, you know I asked you off um uh, off stage before the uh you know before the show started. And you said you know now I can finally bring everything that I wanted to to the stage. And you brought up the singing. Oh yeah, I, I had no idea that that Tony Freeman's also uh has a well, beautiful singing voice. Oh, I thought you were yeah. joking. That's that's no. true. That's where no. it started. I started singing in the church. You know. Early, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten. I had a, a, a quartet, had a quintet, a cappella. I was a lead singer. Yeah, definitely. I was in, the, I was in the advanced chorus all through high school, all in college. Wow. So, so you see now, now Lee, you know, we have another dimension. So we have Tony Freeman, the bodybuilder, Tony Freeman, the uh, guy who treats his body right through health and rehab and thinking, thank God you had that injury. I'm sorry, Tony, but I'm, I'm kind of happy that that happened. <laughs> hey, man, because, you know, I, I, I have to praise it myself because, you know, like I, what I did was, you know, because, because bodybuilding is my passion. I asked the universe for another passion. I'm like, you know, I'm about to be 50 years old. So that's why I said I'm going to retire at 50 because I had to just set a number because physically I'm not really ready to sit down. So I just mentally said, let me just put it at 50. It's a little nostalgic, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then when I saw how it was going, I was like, I'm not going to waste my time with these people no more. It's like a waste of time. I'm not up here for, you know, for shits and giggles. I'm up here to compete. And if you're not going to let me even compare, then I'm not going to bother getting ready for it. So that's why that's why it was easy for me to just, you know, start looking in, in elsewhere for something to do with my talents. And now I have, you know, a little bit of creative input. I have people who are really trying to put on a real show and make a show based on contestants and audience, not just many people we can get on the stage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just happy to just see somebody doing something fresh. I like the you know, the, the live scoring, like I say, the ambiance of the situation and the fact that, you know, it's just growing. It's something that it's like a kid. You can like kind of raise and groom the people you want them the way you want them to be and have something really awesome. Well, you know, Tony, you mentioned something, you know, with um, and I forgot the gentleman saying the, uh, the guy that won the classic physique. Um, but, you know, th there was that moment um, there in the arena when, because I think this gentleman was trying to figure out where he best fit. Was it the men's physique athletic or the classic physique? So, you know, when, when he was given, you know, fourth place in the, uh, in the, the, um, 
the men's physique uh, athletic, right. people were like, oh, my God, the biggest guy didn't win. And, you know, Jeff, I, I, I thought there, that was I, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know, here's a teachable moment, folks. Size doesn't always win, and it gets down to judging to criteria. And yes. when the gentleman came back out and he, and he won the, the, you know, the, the classic physique, um, I said, wow, you know, uh, obviously, you know, and th- this guy's got, a, you know, a ways to go to, to stand there at Tony Freeman, but he, he was a worthy competitor. But what I really love, Jeff, and, and you know, I'll toss it back over to you, was that, you know, in the NSL, is that we're, we're not confined by all these, you can't speak to this guy, you can't talk to that guy, uh, MCs better not talk about this. Well, because I am the MC, I'm the commish, I guess the only guy that could fire me would be <laughs> me. Uh, but, I mean, you know, this was an opportunity to educate, you know, our, our community, educate those fans going who were out there going, oh, my God, the big guy didn't win. You know, he, but you know what? I never heard the word robbed. You know, they were just... No, like, he wasn't. Honest, <laughs> I'm not trying to cut you off, but... He, he he didn't look comfortable in that class. You oh. look at his pose, and he was, uh, I'm going to say he was almost acting. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a natural situation for him. And then when he got out there to do the bodybuilding, I mean, the you know, the, the pose, regular poses, he was in heaven. So I think it, I think it was a perfect decision. Um, so that's what I was, like I said, that's what I was impressed about. Because now, because you are you are establishing standards, I'd like to refine the standards even more because all that does is allow people to be able to train for something specific. And when you give them something specific to train for, they will train for it and they will bring it to the stage. And imagine getting 20, 30, 50, 200 people, you know, training for a standard in their category is going to start seeing some really incredible bodies. They need guidance. They need to know what to do. They don't, you know what I'm saying? Right now they think, you know, beasting out is how you do it. You know what I'm saying? So we have to train them and educate them on how and the way we want them to present it, the way we want it to look, and they'll go do it. Preach. You know, you know, Tony, we said uh, when when you signed with the NSL, we wanted you to be an ambassador. We wanted you to be a voice. And, uh, you know, just as, you know, two-time Miss uh, uh, Olympia Aaron Stern, uh, having a voice in guiding this, there's, I, I you know, there's not two better uh, people between you and Aaron, in, in which I got to say, folks, uh, those of you who, who love the sport, you know, you, you follow it. Uh, Tony, the X-Man Freeman, and Aaron Stern uh, will be at Body Power at the uh, Body Power Expo May 13th to 15th over in Birmingham. Uh, you know, Tony, I was uh, talking to the folks today in, in uh, Birmingham. They are so stoked to see you and Aaron. And, and uh, you know, I got to tell you, you know, I wish my back was in great enough health to, to be able to travel with you guys because, you know, to me, you, you, you saw me cry a little bit with Jackie Gentry there. But to, to see pictures uh, when you and Aaron, you know, take to that, that Body Power Expo in, in the NSL Blue and representing, you know, the NSL with and representing your own personal brand because, you know, we want to spread the, the brand of the X-Man. Like I said, I, I can't wait till every little kid wants to, to play with an X-Man toy or, or to uh, learn from, from the X-Man as far as uh, a 50-year-old man wanting to be able to take care of himself. And, you know, Aaron has such a strong following from, you know, 100 percent natural athlete for a lifetime uh you know that will be a uh, another big day in the the nsl tony how can our our fans and our listeners out there follow you on social media um instagram is tfxman305 my facebook is xman tony freeman the twitter and it's all connected so if you get me on those two you'll get me on the rest of them as well 
you know, folks, go out there and, and give Tony a lot of love. Tony and I are working on his his, his first shirt. Uh, he's got some designs. We're going to have that, that X-Men gear ready because, you know, you, you have to take an athlete like this and you, you have to salute and, and, and raise him up. And then this is what we, we talk about on social media in the Inspire Sports League is about inspiration and finding that passion. And when we can find that passion in an athlete such as Tony Freeman, we've got to, as a community, come and gather around him let's lift him up as he travels over to to share the word not only of the nsl but of the x brand of the tony freeman brand you know i i ask you from you know please support these athletes because this is the way that we create a shared economy and this is the way that we change the game yes it is jeff get us out of here <laughs> I am super psyched to have you part of the NSL. I, I, I know I speak for Gen 2 and, you know, of course, Lee. But, I mean, I've been a huge fan of yours for years. When I heard you were coming over, I said, you know what? This kind of solidifies, you know, this thing. It makes it real. And to hear your enthusiasm yep. and, like, to hear you say, you know what? Classic physique is why I got on that stage in the first place. You made that statement. In, it is. You know, it's, it's, it's and, and, like, you know, it's good to see you excited again because I want to see you on that stage. Man, I really can't wait. I mean, I got... I, see, you had to realize I, my plan was to do like six or eight shows this year. You know what I'm saying? So I had been make, getting songs and practicing routines because I wanted to do basically a, a, a different routine for different themes. But, you know, it gives me a little more time to get it together. And um, I definitely will put something together special for the NSL. And uh, I want to tell the boss, Kamish, get on that PEMF machine. I'm going to send you the addresses to the clinic. You might end up going to London with us. It's that good. <laughs> I just, I did, I did... 30 minutes today and 40 minutes yesterday. And I'm telling you, it's mind-blowing. Mind-blowing as far as recovery. Took away all my pain. I, I get manually stressed twice a week. And my, the guy who stressed me was like, dude, your hips feel like magic right now. It was crazy because they were very inflamed and very stiff. So I'm going to hook you up. Thanks, T. Tony, thank you so much for coming on today. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. This is Jeff, the producer for NSL Radio. Jen Thompson, Lee Thompson. We'll be back in just a second. This is the NSL, the Inspire Sports League. The NSL was founded on the principles of equality, opportunity, and transparency. The NSL provides its athletes, sponsors, and fans with the opportunity to build a community that supports growth and development in health and fitness. But it's not just about being healthy and fit. It's a new way of living. Lee Thompson, co-founder of the NSL, has created an environment of inclusivity and equality for all athletes and fans, sponsors and vendors, and everyone interested in healthy living. From free health and fitness seminars to competing on stage to educating the public on what it means to be transparent in the all-new Fitspo, the NSL brings passion, fun, and real meaning back to the world of physique competitions. Find out more about the Inspire Sports League now by visiting inspiresl.com. Welcome to the future of physique competitions. We are the NSL. It's how we live. Find us at inspiresl.com. Welcome back to NSL Radio. This is Jeff, the producer, with the commish, Lee Thompson, and co-founder of the NSL, Jen Thompson. Just had an incredible interview with the X-Man, Tony Freeman. I love the fact that he's on board, guys. He's so enthusiastic about coming to the NSL. I mean, he saw the same show I did because, uh, I mean, Jen, the way he was talking about... Like, it, not only the chills down his spine, but he paid attention to every aspect of it. The judging, to the placing on the floor, to the catwalking, comparing two people at a time, to the, you know, just, just, just making sure that everything was done right. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that you share his, his enthusiasm, but what, what was your overall take of the show? Because I thought it was incredible. 
Oh my gosh, Jeff, it was amazing. And honestly, listening to Tony, I started getting all excited and, you know, like tearing up all over again just <laughs> because he really did like talk about every single detail. I mean, it was so awesome. And, you know, um, my perception of the show, it was amazing. Like, I mean, the lighting, everything, all of the athletes and competitors were just they were just having a blast and you know we we changed up the format of the show and they loved it they loved not having to get there so early and stay so late they got to you know actually mingle with each other and we got to celebrate you know after the show with pizza and cookies and all that so you know it was just really awesome and um you know i love seeing how the competitors are so helpful backstage they talk to each other and encourage each other and you know for me that's just that's just awesome. And, you know, honestly, I do have to say, too, that I was so impressed with the quality of athletes on our stage. Um, you know, some of the classes didn't have, you know, there was one or two competitors in, in each. But let me tell you, there were a few classes, especially our um, pro bikini athletic class, that was out of this world. I mean, you have Sarah LeBlanc on stage you, we all know her history. She's, you know, Olympia athlete. She's, you know, she's incredible. And the ladies who are up there on stage with her, oh my gosh, as soon as I saw them walk out on stage, I started like babbling and like I wanted to bawl <laughs> my eyes out just because they were so competitive. I mean, they really brought it. These NSL athletes are no joke, Jeff. I mean, it was yep. it was amazing. Yeah, and like, you know, I have to agree with you. That that is definitely the class that that that, that stood out to me. I mean, you know, they they basically exemplified what a pro level bikini show should look like. I mean, Lee, I love the fact that you have bikini athletic and you have bikini beach. You're giving a choice to competitors, okay? Here's here's what you do if you have the genetics and you have the drive to look like this. Here's what you do if you love training but you want to have just a little you just want to back off just a little bit or maybe a body just like can't do that. I mean, what was what was the impetus, you know, behind doing that? Cuz I think I I I love the bikini athletic class and I love the bikini beach class. Both I mean, of course, I'm a little partial being a male. But uh I thought it was incredible. <laughs> I I I seriously loved it. Kim Kardashian was the impetus? No, I, was just, I, was, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you, you, you know, you you have uh, you know. Honestly, I go back and look at the number of uh, competitions that I've judged, and you had competitors like a, a Diana Dahlgren uh, and Amanda Latona standing next to a Ashley Kaltwasser, uh, a Sarah LeBlanc. Those those four four bodies don't go together. Yeah. They they are diametrically opposed, and you as a judge are trying to you know when you're really judging <laughs> are trying to go, what's the best physique? And they were two different criteria. So you know Jen and I, uh, as we were starting the NSL, sit down and going, you know, listen, we're you know we've got apples and oranges on this stage. Uh, let's make it where you can live healthy and compete healthy. For some women, you know, and, and, you, and you speak to uh, Diana Dahlgren, even even Latona, uh, trying to push their bodies into that where you have that very tight uh, glute hamstring tie-in, uh, almost to the point of some striation there, even when you see, you know, uh, an Ashley some days, their bodies just couldn't get there. Uh, it was unhealthy for them. However, when you looked at their followings, the, the people who like them, and also who had more covers, uh, and I'm talking about the, you know, the, the magazine covers, it was that look. Uh, but yet the look that was re being rewarded was 
the the hard muscular you know we like muscle type thing because that's what we as judges in the old group knew was muscularity so for for Jen and I and and, and the NSL board it was more of let's let's find you know th- there are two different avenues here let's create those avenues of opportunity uh, for the, for these ladies uh, and and I have to say the, the the level of competition out there in Denver really did bring it and we did the same thing for the men we have the you know the men's physique beach which you know there are a lot of guys uh, doctors lawyers uh, you know blue collar type guys chefs uh, you know that don't have the the time to go to the gym you know four to five uh, you know days a week you yeah. know for an hour or two so they they want to compete as well so that was also a, a good opportunity Jeff to to break those up and and I think we saw a great level of competition uh, out there well, one thing I do want to mention Jeff is you know there are always areas that we can improve on and you know that's what as you know we had our post-production meeting what about an hour and a half after the mm-hmm. show was over <laughs> so we went right into our post-production meeting to discover which ways that we see as a, a team that we can grow and you know there was one incident on stage uh, and unfortunately it was from a, a pro competitor who didn't seem to be happy with you know the, the placement or whatever. Well, first of all, you're never going to get any more transparent than what we delivered to to people. Uh, but one thing that I, I want to say, Jeff, in the NSL is that you know we have a code of conduct, and it is there on the InspireSL.com webpage uh, or website. And and I, uh, you know, first of all, I will carry myself in, in that manner as a professional, and I expect that from all the athletes as well. And you know, at the end of the day, there's one winner, and that's the person who's going to take home the prize money. Absolutely. And that's, what, that's the way it should be. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're all, you're, everybody is a winner in their own right. It's your personal best. But what I don't like, and I've said this for years, is don't take away from the winner by your antics. Right. And I, if, if you're unhappy, smile, accept it, and walk off. And then we can have a critique afterwards. But when you do things on, on a stage that takes away from the winner. Imagine switching roles. I, you know, I always love a, a friend of mine, Scott says, put yourself in that other person's chair. If you were the one who won the show and the person next to you had those antics that stole your moment, how would you feel? And, and folks, I think that's a message that we can all share is let's all treat each other. No matter where we place, let's let that person enjoy their moment. That is their moment. Whether you agree with it or not, it's their moment. And yours too, hopefully shall come. Uh, but if not, congratulate your winner. Be prideful in it. Those are the kinds of things that we cannot have. And, and, and I think Tony hit, hit it right on the head. We, we stopped them early. And, you know, just as we had the teachable moment with the young man that did have the knots. And, you know, Jeff, I had a great email communication with that young man, too. I've never seen somebody so thankful for, you know, being told that he didn't win because of this. And you know what his response was, Jeff? What's that? I'm going to get those massaged out, and I'm going to see you at NSL 3, Commish. You see? And that's and that's what it's all about, because if you don't communicate these things, like Tony brought up, then how are you going to make the sport better? Because, you know, there are standards. So not only standards when like it comes to conduct, standards when it comes to getting on that stage. You can have a great physique. You can bring the package. Great posing. You got some wells in your delts. <laughs> uh, you're going to be penalized, my friend. That's just the way it's going to be. 
You know, That's bring right. your A bellies. game, your A game, no bellies. We got cameras all over the place. I got a camera. There's cameras floating around. I think uh, Jen has a camera and she's hiding it. And, you know, we, we're like making sure. And, and, and you know what? Another thing is when you walk out to the catwalk, and you get to that final round. And like you said before, two judges on either side, head judge in the middle. Nothing's going to be hidden. So this is not a, oh, you know, I think from a distance I see it. No, we're going to see it inches away from the judge's face. There's going to be a reason why you place where you place. And I love the fact, like like you were saying before, but the teachable moment, you brought out both um, uh, uh, classic physique competitors. And you said, you see, both of you as champions in your own right. You fit here perfectly. You fit here perfectly. And I think there was a moment of camaraderie between them two when they finally realized, wait a minute. We both got rewarded in the classes that we were supposed to, and we both got penalized in the classes that we were supposed to. Fair across the board. I loved it. I, I thought that was that was perfect. And you know what, uh, Jen, I think you know you uh, you did such a wonderful job too in in running that athletes meeting and getting those athletes to where we were able to have the the late start. Why don't you explain that a little bit, uh, Jen? Oh, as far as the late start, yeah. I mean, you know, we just, we really want to give these athletes the best experience of their life. You know, we call it the NSL experience because that's what it should be, you know. And we we want our athletes to be fresh. We want them to be excited. We don't want them waiting around all day. And so, you know, that's really why we wanted to, you know, bring in um, the new way of doing things. This is a new era. We're the NSL. This is, this is the future. And we are living the future right now. This is it. So, you know, everything that we can do to make this more of an event and to make it run smooth and to, you know, have athletes have a wonderful experience, that's what we're going to do. And, you know, no, we're not 100% perfect yet. We will have a few bumps in the road, you know. Uh, just like you mentioned, Lee, we, we did have a bump in the road with, um, with one of our athletes as far as, um, you know, there was a medal missing and we weren't able to get it to her and she was off stage and, you know, there's... Sometimes those things are going to happen, especially in the, the beginning stages of things. But at the end of the day, we love our athletes. We are here for the athletes and we want it to be the best that it can be. And so we are honestly working tirelessly 100% around the clock to make sure that, you know, that that never happens again and that all of our athletes feel like champions, you know, on and off the stage. And and I really think that, that they did feel like that. I mean, heck, if I was still competing, I would love <laughs> what the, you know, I would love to be a part of this as, as a competitor, just because, you know, we really do treat them amazing. And, you know, they, I think they feel that. And I think they know that. Um, so, so yeah, I, all around, I think, you know, with bringing in, um, you know, the new way that we do the shows and the schedule is awesome. And, and also I do have to give a shout out there too, for, for body squid and, and all of that, just because we're able to communicate to every single athlete who enters our show through email, through body squid, through text messaging, you know, we gave them a, a welcome packet when they got to the to the athletes meeting that we printed off the schedule. So not only do they have the schedule of events and the scores and everything on their body squid app that they download to their phone, but you know, we give that to them at the athlete check-in meeting. So that way they know exactly what's going on. They know where to be and when, and there's no question. There's no running around. You know what? Jeff is, Jeff has been in, in the sport a long time. And I love the fact that he can do so many wonderful things with his voice. I'm trying, <laughs> Jeff, trying to, to, to learn, uh, you know, from you and, uh, and pick up some great habits as I learn to, to host these events, which by the way, I'm loving because I can Snapchat, I can Instagram mm -hmm. right there and nobody can yell at me. That's pretty cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nobody, but you know what? The, and and being able to give the fans an award, I thought that little girl that was that was, that was great. very very cool. That was so. So cool. there were some some cool moments. But you know what, Jeff? Uh, you know you've been around the sport. You, you've seen the the good, the bad, the ugly, as 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 we all have. Uh, and and we've all seen positive things come from the sport. But you know, uh, just a, a two prong uh, question from you is, you know, you, this was your first time to to witness that that live scoring and the the criteria. So I definitely want to hear your your feedback and then secondly is you know you've been to a, a thousand bodybuilding shows probably you know what is the one thing that that stood out that the the what i you know we, we we talk about damon all the time damon johns with shark tank because he's you know he partnered with us on our clothing line and does things you know when when the when the sharks look at businesses they look at one big differentiator so what would that be to you well, I mean, okay, so just, just coming at it from a fan perspective, because that's why I got into this thing. I saw Arnold on stage, saw the huge chest, saw what he was doing. I said, let me like check out some of these shows. And the, the, the thing that I never liked was that it never felt like a rock concert until I got to the Olympia. It never felt like it was important until I got to the Arnold. And I just got back from Denver, and I was at a freaking rock concert. Okay, so what, what, what stood out to me was that this was NSL 2. This is in Denver. This is amateurs and pros competing on the same stage. You talk about equality. You talk about everyone having an opportunity to actually take home the prize if you win. You talk about a pro-level stage with beautiful production. You had these two screens on either side, okay, that threw up not only the judging, but you had different angles of the competitors. I mean, I didn't know where to look. I looked at the competitors on the stage, and I looked to the left. I see them from, from this angle. I looked to the right. I see them from this angle. The crowd was into it. But that stage, just the way it was set up and the, way, the, the enthusiasm of the competitors, if for, for, an, for an amateur, for a pro-am show, I got to tell you, they were all treated like they were Miss and Mr. Olympia. So what stood out to me is every athlete was treated like they were supposed to be. That's the first time I've ever said to myself, this is the way that I want a show to be run. And just like Tony said, this is not even the Olympia show yet. This is not the, ma this is not the big one. This is the NSL 2. We got three, four, five. We got so many going on. That's what stands out to me. Just the, 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 the stage was so incredible. I, I loved it. You know, you talk about the live judging. Here's, here's basically what I saw. So, you know, you're over here and you're, and you're lining up all the competitors. And you say, all right, judge, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's like get those scores up. Before you get a chance to react, because this, those, those two huge screens are behind you. You don't know what the heck's going on. All you hear is the crowd reaction. Oh, ah, eh, and you're like, oh, something happened. And then you got to turn around and look back and see what's going on. I love it. The crowd was into it. And let's not forget, the crowd had an opportunity to cast their vote and the vote counted. And we saw that too. Yes, you know, yeah, oh. absolutely. That's a good point, Jeff, is, is that live fan voting. You know, the interaction, and, and what we've said is this sport must have to be able to have sustainability. Is it must one be a sport? And, you know, you and I are going to have something to talk about next week with how that plays out with our physique competitions. But it also has to have that sense of, you know, entertainment to it. It's got to be shock value. It's got to have some fun to it. And if you're just sitting out in the audience and all you can do is, you know, yay, or, you know, you don't even know what's happening because, you know, for, you know, 20 or 32 years, it's been behind a shade that nobody knew, a curtain that the wizard came out and here was your winner. Now you get to see it and you get to be a part of it. You can say, you know what? I like this person. Click your smartphone and there you are. 
it was it was it was so awesome because I was I was in the crowd and I'm like listening to people they're like okay how do we how do we how do we get into this live voting thing how do we get into this body squid and, and and like as soon as they got it they're 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 sitting there watching the show okay it's time it's time for the fan voting and they're they're like entering their votes just to watch that happen and again to actually have it count in a pro AM show is amazing to me it was fantastic I loved it I had, I had such a good time and I it just 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 the enthusiasm not only of the competitors but of Tony. I mean, you know, you said the guy's 50. He looked like he was 15. <laughs> he did. He did. And, and, and so did many people. And you know what? That is NSL 2. We've got the uh, NSL Dallas Open coming up May 7th. Yep. Uh, again, that's a, that's a, a national qualifier, as, as are all shows in the NSL national qualifiers. There's, you know, no reason for promoters to have to, to combat each other. I got a national qualifier. I don't have a national qualifier. All shows are national qualifiers. We want those athletes. And if you're interested in promoting, reach out to info at inspiresl.com. That's with an N, S-P-I-R-E-S-L.com. We're looking for promoters. We want to come to East. Gosh, Jeff, I'm getting a ton of emails <laughs> from your neck of the woods going, hey, come and see us. We come want to New come. York. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Jen, Jen, I'm telling you today. You know, I uh, talked to a couple people at the gym. They're like, "When are you guys coming to New York?" I said, "Stay tuned. Stay tuned." Yes, we're coming. We're coming. That's I mean, right. we've we've got to get there. We um we will get there. It's only a matter of time. Um, but our schedule is growing by the week. Honestly, we we've got so many people calling. They want you know they want sponsorships. They want you know they want to be a part of this because what we're doing is incredible and it's fun and it's hip and it's I mean we've got live voting. Come on, this is like the voice. I mean this is like TV status. This is it's so fun. I mean I love I love my job. I love being a part of this and doing what I do and. You know, it, it can't get any better than this. I'm telling you, the NSL <laughs> makes it fun again. I'm not just saying that. I mean that. I was out there, so I saw it firsthand. And the NSL 2 in Denver was a huge success this past weekend. Stay tuned to the EnspireSL.com website because you are going to be seeing a lot of footage from that show. We have the Tony Freeman interview up. You want to take a listen to that. Trust me. Thank you to Tony Freeman, NSL Athlete Ambassador, for coming on the show. This is NSL Radio. I'm Jeff, the producer, with the commission, Lee Thompson, co-founder of the NSL Gen thompson until next week talk to you soon nsl radio is a proud production of the inspire sports league join us today and visit inspiresl.com now